You're listening to the Vendo Podcast. All right. Welcome, everyone, to the Vendo Podcast. Uh, we've got Geffen Laredo here. He's our head of Amazon Advertising. And uh, me, I'm Nicholas Martinez, our senior marketing strategist. And uh, really excited today to uh, be going over some of the Amazon advertising campaigns um, that you can leverage within Seller Central, um, as well as Vendor Central. Uh, the two that we're going to be going over today are going to be sponsored brands and product targeting. Um, two really exciting uh, different types of campaigns with several different you know, tactics that you can use within them, different ways to build them out. Uh, we're going to go over the research processes um, and some tips and tricks to maximize their effectiveness. So without further ado, uh, I'll let Geffen here uh, take charge on explaining the first topic of sponsored brands. All right. Thanks so much, Nick. Um, so as most of you already know, uh, sponsored brands is an uh, advertising feature within the uh, Amazon platform that allows us to showcase a brand's products by, um, by putting in either a headline search ad, which shows up on the top of uh, any search term or most search terms, or a, or a uh, video that we can actually target um, search terms with. Today, we're going to be focusing primarily on the headline search ad. Um, we can do another podcast on the videos because there's so much there. Um, but the headline search ad is a very effective tool uh, for most brands and most agencies. I'd say they approach the headline search ad as a standalone item. They say, you know, this is a way that you can showcase your brand. This is a way that you can showcase your brand store um, and your various uh, assortments of products and product lines. But the approach that we take, which has now been verified by Amazon, is using sponsored brands, is using the headline search ad specifically as a supplementary campaign to sponsored products. Um, and kind of the logic behind that goes where you want to rank on sponsored rank through sponsored products on the top of page one. And once you're able to do for X search term, once you're able to do that, you can bring in a sponsored brands campaign. And what that will do is that will increase your ROAS. Um, and Amazon has actually come out with stats on that. They've said now that if you implement, if you have an effective sponsored products campaign running and you uh, implement a headline search ad on the same search term for the same brand, uh, you will see a 16, or well, actually Amazon sees on average a 16, 12.2% uh, increase in ROAS, which is wow. uh, return on ad spend. And after three months, that uh, increase goes up to 16.5%. So it's very, very effective. Yeah, no, that, that's um, very, uh, you know, and a very attractive metric there for doing sponsored brand ads. Um, and I think, you know, um, some of the additional, you know, benefits, um, you know, aside from those uh, data points are um, how you can drive these ads to your brand store. Um, and for those of you who aren't familiar with brand stores, um, basically like, your own mini website within Amazon. And you can even get a, a vanity URL with your brand name in it. For example, amazon.com forward slash Vendo, if, if Vendo were a, uh, you know, a branded uh, brand on, on Amazon. Um, but what's really cool about driving to the brand store is it creates this brand experience that uh, in many ways is, is hard to find on Amazon. Um, it allows the brand to really you know, uh, exhibit, um, you know, it's, it's brand image, tell its story, um, you know, maybe even uh, 
have an about page. Um, so you can really get creative with how you build it out. And with these sponsored brand ads, you can drive to different pages in that brand store. So, you know, let's say you want that sponsored brand headline ad to be all about one type of product. Well, you can just drive to that product page in the brand store and that way people aren't getting confused between your, your whole catalog. Um, another way to leverage um, sponsored brand ads to the brand store is if you're running a sale or, or some type of promotion. Um, for example, one of the brands that we work with was doing a donation promotion recently where um, for every, you know, product uh, that was purchased, they would give uh, a free product to um, nurses. Um, and, and, they, and the brand wanted to do that as a way to kind of give back to the first responders during uh, COVID. Um, and so what we did there was um, we built out a promotion, you know, a discount. Uh, we highlighted that promotion on the brand store. We created a special page for that promotion or for that donation campaign. And so when someone saw that ad, they would then be taken to that donation page. They would learn a little bit more about how they were actually supporting this donation their charity program. Um, and that really created a branded experience that, you know, um, uh, wasn't available before, right? Um, it, what, you weren't really able to get that in front of the consumer. So you can get really creative um, with how you use these ads to drive to the brand store and bring to light certain promotions. Yeah, Nick, and I even add to that, that, um a lot of people, a, a very effective use of brand stores too, you kind of mentioned it is to, um, to expose your existing customer base to other product lines in your brand. Yeah. So for instance, let's say you have a killer product, right? And, you, and you're driving a ton of traffic there. You have a ton of repeating customers. Um, if you show a headline search ad that'll drive to a, a specific page of another product line, maybe it's a new launch, maybe it's a promo, like um, you said, that's a very effective way to upsell within the brand. So you can expose new customers to your brand and your brand's assortment, but you can also expose uh, existing customers to, to a ver to, to, I mean, to a new launch, to uh, whatever product line you want to. Um, but it is very important to note that, you know, as we talk about all these things, using sponsored brands in a headline search ad in the context of just the sponsored products world in general um, allows us to, to, to see that, you know, if you kind of can just visualize an um, Amazon search page, if you are on a non-branded search term and your brand is showing up on the headline on top and then in the first slot here and then um, organically in the third slot or fourth slot, you are, you are conveying authority there. Um, and that's why as a supplemental use, these headline search ads are very effective. You'll often find a lot of brands just targeting headline search ads. And by the way, on average, the cost per click on a headline search ad is more expensive than a uh, sponsored product. Not always for some very, very high traffic terms, that first slot on sponsored product is more expensive, but in general, it is more expensive. So you'll find a lot of brands that are just doing headline search ads thinking this is the best real estate on the page. People are most likely to click. That's not the case if you're not conveying authority there. So making sure that you are investing in the sponsored products aspect and then using sponsored brands to boost that ROAS um, is, is our way as well as Amazon's way of most maximizing your ad presence on that search term. Yeah, all, all great points, Geffen. And, and you know, kind of just adding to uh, what I was talking about earlier about how the uh, sponsored brand ads allow a little bit more flexibility than other ad types um, as far as, you know, driving people to uh, certain kind of landing pages that you've created in the brand store. The other thing is that, 
you know, it's, it's the only ad type, uh, you know, self-service in Seller Central where you can actually come up with a piece of copy uh, to put yep. in the ad. You know, you could, you could come true. up with a headline, which sounds so basic if you're running ads on Facebook or other platforms, but on Amazon, it's you a get, dream on Amazon. Yeah. It's yeah. You get, you, get, you get to actually, you know, share your voice and not just rely on the title and the image yep. as being the ad. Um, so you can have some fun there with AB testing, you know, try out different headlines, see what, see what converts, you know, the highest clicks and sales and um, have a little bit of flexibility and creative freedom. Absolutely. So just to run through that process real quick for those that don't know, um, when you set up a or see a uh, headline search ad, there's essentially three uh, components that you have. You have the uh, default image, you have the headline, and then you have the products that you want to show. All three of those aspects, you can essentially put whatever you want, as long as it's obviously within Amazon's terms of service. Um, has no profanity and it has no special characters. So no uh, ampersands, no hashtags, things like that. You can basically do anything else. Um, so Amazon does give you that freedom and you can really tailor your brand message as it shows up on your brand store um, to that ad. Now, when you do create a headline search ad, usually they're approved same day, but it does go through a manual process and that, that can take up to three days. I've never seen it take that long. Latest I've seen it do is about 24 hours next day. Um, but usually around Prime Day or Q4, when they're going through millions of headline search ads, usually it takes a little bit longer. Um, and, but yeah. and Gavin, how many, how many products can you feature in that, that sponsored brand headline ad? You can, you can feature up to three. Up to three. Okay. Yep. So that's also some flexibility there. Um, yeah. And if someone clicks on the product, it'll go to that product detail page. Okay. Um, so not all um, a brand store or to your uh, detail page. Some of them will go to a detail page if they click on the actual uh, title on the bottom. Excellent, excellent. Well, great. I, unless you have anything else on the sponsored brand front, I think we can uh, jump into the product targeting ads. Let's do it. All right, awesome. Yeah, so, you know, um, Product targeting ads can be really great for a number of reasons. Um, for one, if you don't have a brand that's brand registered and you can't run sponsored brand ads, um, it's a it's another tool in your toolbox uh, in your advertising toolbox um, because you know you're only limited to so many different ad types and campaigns in Amazon. But um, you know, product targeting uh, is is really great because you can actually target competitors products and have your ads show up on their product pages um so yeah geffen if you want to uh, elaborate on that that'd be great yeah yeah so you touched on pretty much the crux of it which is you can target any competitor that you want so um kind of the logic there goes if you're a product in x category um the first products that you want to target are products that are usually higher priced and or lower rated um, so you want to kind of get ahead of the competition and just logically say, all right, our product um, has better reviews and is lower priced than this product, but this product is higher ranked than us. Why don't we steal some sales from them? Um, and your product shows up on the detail page of that product. So if we were to target a certain ASIN, um, when a uh, customer goes onto that product's detail page and they scroll down, you'll see a, a sponsored products kind of grow there. If you bid high enough, yours shows up first. And what we find is that 
when you're targeting um, you know, very big products or products with uh, a lot of traffic, um, people are always interested in browsing. So you'll be getting a lot of clicks. Now, this is also an expensive form of running ads, um, which is why here more than almost anywhere, the targeting is, is the most important because you can target, I mean, there's what, 450 million ASINs on the um, platform. You can target so many ASINs that consumers might not deem uh, related that you'll just be wasting a lot of money on clicks. One way to circumvent that, which is really interesting, is within the product targeting world, within the um, platform, there is uh, category targeting as well. So you can target categories on Amazon, mm -hmm. and Amazon will pick the products within that category to target for you. And it gets pretty uh, granular. I mean, you can do like, you can do like almond milk as it relates to like various eggs and cheeses. You can do almond milk as it relates to baking. So Amazon has built out category targeting to a point where it is a worthy investment to at least test, especially if you're unsure uh, which, which product targets to, actual tar to um, actually target. It's a good start. Interesting. And uh, we'll get into some of the uh, tips and tricks for, for doing your product targeting uh, research. But before we do, um, Geffen, like, you, so you just mentioned product targeting, you just mentioned category targeting. Um, how, how do those compare? Like, what are some of the uh, case studies that we, we've seen with running those campaigns? Or, or maybe even not how do they compare, but how do they stand on their own? Like, are there certain categories you've seen them work better for? Or just anything well, to... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a it's it's a good question. We do actually have a very interesting case study. Um, so at Vendo, we like using sponsored products or so regular ads, kind of as this baseline um, to 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 determine a lot of the conversion rates elsewhere in the brands world as well as in the ad world. So we have a um, pistachio brand that we targeted the search term pistachio for them, um, and we instantly saw that they were a hit in that category. They boosted ranking. They were at a 20 to 25% conversion rate. Um, they, were, they, were, they were a very strong contender for a page one ranking strategy there. So what we did was we put in category targeting. And we knew that this product converts well for the search term pistachios and salted pistachios. Um, so when, when we targeted the uh, pistachio category, what we did was we broadened our reach within a category that we already convert well for. Um, and, we, and we broadened our reach and we saw similar conversion rates on category targeting as we did on keyword targeting because we already knew that we were converting well. So it, th this was almost mm. going behind the iron in a way where we, we said, okay, we know we convert for the keywords and we know that we are taking sales from this category now let's take sales from some of our competitors and leapfrog our ranking process. And when, when you do category targeting, you jump in behind the keyword and actually target the products. So let's say someone typed in pistachios. They didn't click on your ad. They clicked on the ad next to yours and they're in a browsing mood. If you're targeting that category or that product, they might end up still browsing your product wow. and still buying your product. So you're hitting them with two impressions in one, and also uh, you're, you're kind of sneaking in behind there and making sure that your product still gets um, considered. And if it has a high enough conversion rate, if it's relevant enough, then it will convert. 
and we saw very similar product targeting or category targeting, excuse me, uh, conversion rates as we did keyword conversion rates. Wow, so that, that's a great example of like a, a very uh, specific strategy uh, that uh, you know you use, Geffen, and our advertising department uses at Mendo to um, leverage um, product targeting in, in a more unique way, a more methodical way than maybe uh, meets the eye at first. So thanks for sharing that case study. And, um, you know, as I mentioned, uh, we want to give you guys some, uh, you know, some resources for conducting your product targeting research. Um, we, we use several different methods. One of the methods is, uh, you know, we're big Helium 10 fans over here. Um, and one of the, the methods is using one of their tools. I believe it's black box, um, but it's a, it's a product targeting tool within the black box tool within Helium 10, um, if you haven't seen it before. And uh, basically what it lets you do is you type in an ASIN, uh, you know, it can be your product, it can be a similar product, and it'll basically spit out a bunch of similar uh, products. So that can kind of give you like a starting point where you can be like, okay, these are all the different products that are similar to mine, you know, basically someone that would buy this product would probably buy mine. And then you can start um, uh, tightening up your parameters. Um, as Geffen mentioned at the beginning, um, you know, you don't, you want to advert, you want to target a product where you're going to most likely get that click or that sale, right? So when you're looking at a product to target, you know, you want to choose one that is inferior to your product in at least one way. Um, so an example of it being inferior, maybe your product is $20 and the other product is $30. Well, the $30 product may be looked at as is inferior as far as price goes because um, it's more expensive than your product, right? So your product has an advantage, at least price-wise, it's more competitive compared to that $30 product. So, you know, uh, that would be a, a good way to look at targeting. Um, another way would be um, with reviews. You know, if your product has 4.5 stars and another product has 3.5 stars, well, that product's inferior to yours as far as rating and reviews go. So that would be probably a good product to target because if you think about it, you know, put your put your um, self in the shoes of the, the consumer. Uh, I'm looking at a 3.5 star and then I get presented with this ad for a 4.5 star. I'm most likely gonna click over and take a look at that one, especially if the price is lower. Um, so if you can find products that, you know, your product does better on reviews, on, um, on price, um, on image quality, you know, basically anything the, per the, the, the consumer is gonna see when they see that ad is if your product's better, uh, then another product, that that other product is a good one to target. Um, and there's another tool you can use. It's a little bit more uh, underground, uh, but it's picked up some steam in the Amazon world over the years. And it's called, um, sorry if I'm mispronouncing it, but I think it's called Yasiv. It's Y-A-S-I-V.com. Um, and basically what that does is it, it creates a web for you that shows you all the frequently bought together products. So if you're looking at a product page on Amazon, you've probably seen the section that says frequently bought together. And, it, and Amazon's algorithm basically tells you, you know, which products are purchased with yours. So it's not a, with product targeting, it's not just about looking at similar products that you can compete with. It's also looking at supplementary or complementary products um, that may be bundled or frequently bought together with your product. So use that Yasif tool to figure out which what products are frequently bought with yours. Um, and then uh, you can also just go to the product pages and look at that frequently bought together section. 
Um, and that'll probably, um, you know, allow you to come up with some, some good ideas for product targeting. And then if you have access to the brand analytics dashboard, um, which you have to have brand registry for, um, that's another area in which you can look at uh, products that are um, uh, bought together in the same, the same cart or the same basket, I think they call it. Um, so again, uh, looking at products that you're more competitive with on price, reviews, image, title, whatever, um, and then also considering the complementary and supplementary frequently bought together. Um, those would be good starting points for your, for your research. Absolutely. And I, I, I think that probably sums it up. I, do, do we have anything else to, to let, the, let the people know about product targeting? <laughs> I think the people know pretty much everything. Uh, I think that, category that strategy, if you, if it, yeah. for, for both of the strategies that, that we discussed, um, just a point, they're, they're both predicated on the success of another aspect of your ads. So they're both not fully supplementary strategies, but they should be viewed in that context where if you're just going to throw up a headline search ad, or if you're just going to target 50 products, um, you're going to be spending a lot of money. You're going to drive conversions, but you're going to be spending more money than you need to be. Um, ROAS is still king here. Um, and as we talk about a vendor, you know, we like to look at total aid costs as a number as well. So driving that revenue while still maintaining the uh, organic placement increase, as well as, as as efficient as possible your spend um, is still very, very important. So treating those two strategies in the greater context of running ads um, is, uh, is a big key to success there. Awesome. Great, great points, Geffen. Um, I hope everyone got uh, a lot of good insights, a lot of nuggets out of this, uh, this podcast. Uh, we're definitely going to be having more um, on Amazon advertising down the road. Of course, there's tons of different campaigns we can go into detail about. There's going to be more coming, coming out. Um, you know, we, we have access to a lot of beta programs. Um, so, you know, uh, you, you can find out a lot from us first here. So be sure to, um, you know, subscribe to our channels. We're on YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple, uh, SoundCloud. We, we post these podcasts to our RGTV as well. Uh, so yeah, subscribe so you can be updated and, um, and uh, also subscribe to our newsletter. Uh, we'll put some links below in the, uh, in the description. Um, yeah, and feel free to follow us on uh, Instagram and, and Facebook and Pinterest and TikTok at Vendo or at Vendo.commerce. Um, and if you have any questions, uh, please feel free to email us directly at social at Vendocommerce.com. We always love to talk shop and uh, we'd be happy to answer your questions. So um, thanks again for tuning in and join us next week for another episode of Vendo's Podcast.